Sexting with a dude after midnight. <laughs> Strangers feel the same, dude. <laughs> Hello, this is Thruple, Liz speaking. Oh, hi. Sorry for the long delay. We've been on summer vacation. So welcome to the latest episode of Thruple Podcast. In my opinion, Cinco de Drinko. Monica and Rudy relapse on seven kinds of alcohol live on air, and we talk about the history of Cinco de Mayo. Make sure to follow us on social media. We're thruple underscore pod on TikTok and Instagram, and be sure to send hate mail to thruplepod at gmail.com. What's like Children International? The they ask for your money in the street. Like help this. Oh, help the starving children, the, the dumb children. And I just walked by all of those motherfuckers. I was really tempted to say fuck them kids. Walk gone by. Make believe that you don't give a fuck about the kids. Welcome to Thrupple. The podcast that's gonna get fucking ripped tonight. <laughs> Getting ripped tonight. R.I.P. That. <laughs> R.I.P. That. That's what you were talking about. R.I.P. That. <laughs> that. It's supposed to be that dick tonight. R.I.P. That dick tonight. You know. Oh 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 oh. You know, it's a thing. This is uh, Rudy, the binary bitch, and I haven't drank in seventy-five days. Uh, we just had a shot of tequila. I'm definitely feeling it. I know. <laughs> I'm Liz. I am a trained interventionist, and I'll be having a few small drinks as well with my alcoholic cohort. I'm Monica, the uh, professional sexter. I also just had my first drink uh, from like 75 days. One shot, and I'm like, fucked up. Fucked up. I'm fucked up. I've I'm already mean. thrown up three times. Blame it on the uh, 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 alcohol. Okay, that's got to go on the playlist. When you listen to that song, it played the other day, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, this is my jam. And I'm listening to the lyrics, and it's basically about flying women to, like, have sex with you by intoxicating them. We didn't know that. It's like a date rape song. Yeah, we didn't know it. (laughs) And then the worst part is, uh, my pants got bigger. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Should we sing it in karaoke? (laughs) Yes. We definitely need to sing it in karaoke. Can we insert that song in this little spot here? Yeah, I'm gonna insert it now. <laughs> Should we get? We usually like banter for a while before we get started. Yeah, let's banter. Banter for 50 okay. minutes. Banter, go. Yeah, banter for 45 minutes and then get to the topic. We're trying to be organized, which is really difficult. Can we? Are we allowed? <laughs> wait, are we? Are we allowed to talk about your friend who got a job as a professional sexter? Yes, my my friend who got a job. Yes, um, we can definitely talk about that friend and i feel like in a few weeks that friend would have more material to go Mm. over but for now um just know that that friend is uh doing a part-time job where they get to sext people i want to meet your friend yeah hello i mean uh i'll I'll introduce (laughs) you to them sorry but that greeting is hidden behind a ten dollar (laughs) paywall I'll pay it. I'll pay anything. It's pretty funny that these uh, these platforms, which are meant to introduce intimacy and person to person contact over like the overproduced you know porn industry, like OnlyFans, you know, you're supposed to be able to talk directly to the creator. She's right there, and they too are just overproduced corporate spectacles where they're, yeah. they're just there's a random dude in Ohio talking about oh yeah you like that view from behind <laughs> you, you like as, it from behind as our professional sexter friend said today you don't even know who you're talking to anymore 
Your own wife could just be some random dude in Ohio. So it's like that song. Do you like pina coladas? Getting, Getting caught in the rain. Sexting with a dude after midnight. <laughs> Strangers feel the same, dude. <laughs> that song is another insane song. It's yeah. about two people who are Trying secretly, they're methodically doing it. They are putting out ads in the newspaper. That is some crazy shit. You put out an ad in the paper. Boomer's peak song of romance and relaxation. Played at my wedding. Oh, yeah. Right? We need to get you married. I need to go to a wedding. Yeah. I know. I need to find my, have my friend hook me up with someone. <laughs> we'll find someone. Don't worry. I might know somebody. <laughs> I might know someone that's perfect for you. Yeah. I know. I like weddings. And maybe it's because I've never been a, a bridesmaid, so I haven't had to sort of adhere to a strict set of rules or buy a special dress. You've been a wife, a, a bride, a bride. You've been a you've been a wife at a wedding. You've been before. a wife at a wedding. Well, not a bridesmaid. That's way harder than being a bridesmaid. I, I don't know. I haven't been a bridesmaid or a bride, but I feel like being a bridesmaid, you kind of have to like be at the the beck and call of the evil bride, um, and you have to wear whatever weird outfit they want you to wear, and you have to be there basically their little bitch. That's what I'm saying. Is that being a Planning the wedding was really stressful for me and you. Being a bridesmaid, there's no real end game. You're not getting the reward of being married and the accompanying tax breaks. You're just, like that's Monica true. said, you're wearing some horrific taffeta dress. So that's why, I mean, at our wedding, my bridesmaids, I just told them, wear whatever dress you want. Mm -hmm. I feel like the bride industrial complex has heated up the past decade. Really? I mean, it's like More. The, oh, yeah, like the matching silk robes with the names and like bride tribe, which, ugh. God. I don't know who you have Canceled. in your circle, but uh, bride you know training? I mean? Yeah, the, like the little, you know, the, the customized champagne flutes and the little, maybe it's just that it's so prevalent on social media, but people sort of overproducing their weddings, having insane elaborate bachelorette, you know, whatever, yeah. weeks. It's scary. It is scary, but it's also really fucking fun. Weddings are so fun. Oh, no, I'm talking about, dude, yeah, going to weddings, so much fun. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Because I haven't been a bridesmaid, that's why it's so fun. I don't yeah. have to do shit. I just show up and just show up and, and lurk. Drink their booze, lurk. Oh man, eat a mediocre the, meal. The food. Okay, so the last wedding that I went to, the food was actually really fucking good. Really. And it, they kept. It was like not buffet style, but they kept like bringing out different foods throughout the night. So I went to go back and like get these like vegan corn dogs, and they weren't there anymore. I was like. But there were so many when I left. They're like, oh, no, but we have sliders now. I'm like, but I want the corn dogs. But the sliders were freaking slamming. They were vegan. Everything was vegan? No, not everything was oh, vegan. Oh, but they had vegan options. Yeah. That's nice. The homies cool. hooked hooked it up for uh, for us. Was it just you? How many vegans were there? Me, my friend who thought that A stands for ally. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. The, the LGBTQIA plus ally community. Yeah, I think maybe like maybe like two three more i don't know daniel but he's you know he eats dairy and like he's flex. fish and, and eggs but yeah i like to i like to think that it was just for me i mean basically that's like a really nice thing to do for people yeah. i think everything was delicious i was like why are you taking the food away there's still food there leave it please thank you you definitely should have palmed a five to the person to get you some vegan yeah. corn dogs. Dude, a little basket <laughs> slid under the table. Dude, some right? Sliders, some sliders. They'll hook you up. That's one thing about people that work weddings. I think if you like tip well and hook people up, they'll reciprocate because most people at weddings are like not trying to tip or. I was tipping the the bartender because the drinks were free, mm -hmm. and I just love open bars. Open bars are a godsend, and anybody who has an open bar at their anybody okay, let me rephrase this. Anybody who does not have an open bar at their wedding, shame on you. 
Right? Are there people like that? Well, yes, there are people that... Well, don't they need, like, generational wealth to have an open bar? No. No. I say that's the one thing you have for people. You can have some, like, basic drinks open. Oh, yeah, like having beer and wine. Yes. Free. Anything. Just yeah, have something yeah. free for your guests who, yeah. like, showed up at your thing. I think you can skimp on almost everything, but, like, you should have an open bar for your people. An open barf? An open barf. Open barf. Open barf. Open barf. No, don't bring me back. You guys remember the open barf? Yeah. Y'all remember the open barf? Yeah. Refer back to episode... Did we even air it? I don't know if it's even... I don't no, we did. So. We did. It was in the episode that I edited, the open bar. I don't know anymore. Open, I'm yeah. so lost. We have like 70 episodes, and we've only aired about three. <laughs> well... It's like the glacier, just the tip of the tip of the iceberg yeah. is above the water. Below yeah. lies a glacial multitude of episodes. Yeah, everything else is behind the paywall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what do you guys think of, okay, people that they start a, a podcast or something and immediately have a Patreon? And, and no, but um, these aren't famous people. These aren't, these are just like your random mediocrely funny friend. Um, I'm just like good on you for having the confidence that it, it's going to grow um but i guess maybe you just want to like secure the handles oh yeah set set things up because i i already started creating a discord server for us perfect so that when it gets to the point like we'll be ready to go so you can sow discord amongst our enemies yes yes yeah, I think that's. I think it's cool as long as you're not like pushy with it. If you're like, hey, we're gonna make this thing, whether you're giving us money or not. Like, we would love to have your support, but we would love to have your money. We'd love to have your money. Yeah, please, please, please send um, your money and your hate mail. I'm waiting for hate. I want hate mail so badly. Has anybody checked the, the email? Yeah, I have a relay. It's a, have it we gotten it to my, No, no hate. Mail. <laughs> Where are the haters? Dude, I know, we, please. we gotta have haters. I, I've, I've seen. We've had downloads of the of the. Body. We've we have some people following. That There's, wasn't even me. I didn't even download it. There's Shit. some people. Yeah, I haven't. That's bizarre. That we have people following us on Spotify. The trouble playlist. So somebody is hate following. Yeah, I'm like whoever you are out here that's, that's listening to this. What's wrong with you? I'm so sorry. I'm like, <laughs> so sorry. Like, what, what is wrong with you? And also, I'm sorry. Yeah, deeply, deeply troubled individuals. Hey, so today we're gonna talk. <laughs> you know what today is. Cinco de Mayo. This is the relapse. This is the relapse episode. Cinco de Mayo brought us out of sobriety, both Monica and I. 75 days. It didn't seem like anything. I thought I was going to feel better, smarter, faster, stronger. Yeah, I was like, I'm definitely going to be a whole new person after these 75 days. I'm like, who is she? Look at that glowing skin. I'm still an old hag. Your skin looks Um, amazing, actually. Your skin does look good. I washed my face today. Secret. I was gonna say, I was like, you lost your tan. <laughs> you washed it off. <laughs> you washed your tan. I had more emotions. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. In I, what I felt sense? More. Like when you were going out, when you would have been otherwise, like that, and just in my everyday life, I I, I felt more things. Mm, I smoked a whole lot of fucking weed. Yeah. <laughs> like more than I've had in like years. Every day multiple times a day microdose i bought these like microdosing gummies to get through the work day yeah. i mean it's the hard 75 not the hard 420 yeah <laughs> so exactly yeah. people out there raw dogging life i don't understand like whatever you got to do no i need like six layers of antidepressants yeah i gotta have uh nitrous oxide <laughs> yeah i'll wake up in the middle of the night and this is going <laughs> <laughs> 
Or wait, is that the one that makes you your voice high? No. <laughs> hey, Rudy, are you both pure? Wrong hey, drug, wrong drug. Go back to sleep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, since it's Cinco de Mayo, I'm going to tell you all about what it's really about. Uh, the history lesson? It's I'm going to go to... I'm going to leave. Well, okay, what do you think? Tell me what Cinco de Mayo is um, about. There oh. was a person who learned how to count to five uh-huh. on this day in what? Spanish. You just kind of ruined my whole plan here. I guess we don't have to do that anymore. That was it? Yeah, you guessed it. Shit. I'm so good at this. Uh, canceled. <laughs> uh, canceled. <laughs> what the hell is even that? <laughs> so... Liz, what do you think Cinco de Mayo is about? Cinco de Mayo, the first Cinco de Mayo was in 1789 when the eternal fountain of tequila was discovered at the heart of Tenochtitlan, now known as Mexico City. And that tequila fountain still flows today. Oh my god, I want to visit the first tequila fountain. I think you're visiting it right now. I am. I know. (laughs) My brain is like swimming in tequila, one shot of tequila. Well, nobody knows what the fuck Cinco de Mayo is. I feel like there's three people maybe that knows what it is. Liz probably knows and she's playing it cool so that I can do my spiel. So sweet. Look at her, look at her mouth. She knows. She, you know that meme where the guy has a vein popping and it's like, when you haven't told people you're a vegan. When you haven't told yeah. people you're a vegan. Do you not? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I actually don't remember. I, okay. It was, was it Spanish-American War? Defeated the Spanish battle? Something. Those are a lot of words. Something, you're something. Out there. Yeah. Yeah. The, I'm just, that's just word you're salad. Pr- you're pretty close. But nobody knows, um exactly what it is. You know, just to make you guys feel a little bit better, I brought in this little clip here that I'd like to play for you. Do you know what Cinco de Mayo is? Um, 5th of May. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure what it celebrates, though. It's a celebration. Of? The 5th of May. There you go. <laughs> good one. That's a good guess. In my opinion, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> okay, that's going on the sound. Cinco de Drinko. When I found that last night, I was like, this is fucking gold. Happy Cinco de Drinko. In my opinion, Cinco de Drinko. It's May 5th. Because it's the, the Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, they're celebrating the yeah, cause Cinco it's de the Mayo. Fifth. Yeah, because it's the 5th. It just keeps going. <laughs> or what is it, a tautology? I don't know. Cinco de Drinko. Talk, talk to me about tautology. Yeah, the tautology is like trying to prove something by itself. That it's true because it's true. Oh, it's, okay. oh, oh, that's yeah. a cool word. Tautology. What was, was it again? I already forgot. I don't know. If they <laughs> she were. was. I don't even think you were listening. I was. In the first place. But I just can't remember. You should know because you're so taut. Oh, your friends. Taut like a taut. Your girl. friends' butt cheeks are very taut. Yeah. Do you like the view from behind? Yeah, I'd love to see it. <laughs> oh, a picture. Why is it blurred out? <laughs> Ten seventy-eight. <laughs> Tips appreciated. So, Rudy, are you going to tell us? Okay, so well, most people think that Cinco de Mayo is Mexican Independence Day, but it's not. Mexican Independence Day is called Grito de Dolores, or in English, the Cry of Dolores, in reference to the battle cry of the Mexican War of Independence from Spain. Mexican Independence Day is on the 16th of September. That happened in 1810. So, speaking of Grito de, de Dolores, do you guys know what a grito is? A yell? Yeah, it's like a yell or a cry. A scream. And it's in a lot of songs. <laughs> it's a scream. It's a scream. It's un scream. So I'm going to play you a grito from a, a Mexican song. Ooh, and then we're going to do our own? We're going to do our gritos, okay? So I'm just going to give you an example here. 
Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this digital brown face? I'm scared. No, digital brown. You guys, come on. We're having fun. Uh, canceled. On single to drinkle, anything is possible. <laughs> this is our purge night. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is our purge. All Ready? crimes are now legal. Okay. Got it? That's a cackle. Do you want to hear one more time? Yeah, let's hear one more time. Okay. <laughs> okay, now I encourage you to get creative with your greet, though. It doesn't have to sound just like that, okay? Would it make you feel better if I went first? Yeah, you should okay. go first. Okay, I'm going to do mine. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. New Mexico. Yeah, Ready? Mr. New Mexico. <gasps> That was good. That was Liz, by the way. Fuck, okay. I should have went first because now I can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you can incorporate a laugh. Uh, yours. Uh, um, all right. Let me hear let me hear yours again. Mine? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Liz, you go again. Kawaii that was a kawaii greet. That was kawaii greet. That was Pillsbury, dude. <laughs> 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 New Cinco de Mayo rolls. <laughs> Celebrate Mexican Day 5 of May. Day five of May. With <laughs> our new guacamole encrusted rolls. Day five del May. Pillsbury Doughboy, he's scary. Is he a ghost? Is he like a dough ghost? He's a ghost. Do you think he was alive at one point? Like he was a, a boy that died in like a fire and then came back as a little like <laughs> a, a bakery fire. <laughs> he's one of the gingerbread men that burned up. Yeah. No, he's white. Yeah. And has well, he's a ghost. That's what I'm saying, is that like that's why I'm thinking he is a ghost. How did Casper die? Did we wasn't it a sleeping accident? Suicide. Wait. What? Yeah. Whoa. Casper no, 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 killed no. himself. I'm No, I that. guarantee you one thousand. Or his mom killed him or something. The kid movie? Yeah. I think it's suicide. No, that was like a kid well that that, that, that movie can't was pretty be. disturbing. Yeah. Sir. Okay, Casper Kids movie. He was death. running the car in the garage and he asphyxiated. Was it um, an accident? No, he meant to do it. Oh my goodness. Okay, this is bringing me Casper from Kids. While you're looking that up, while you're looking that up, I'm gonna get us another drink. What do we want to try now? Um, let's try. Let's have something delicious. <laughs> I don't want to do an Irish car bomb yet. Oh, okay. Let's have the punch. Oh, you want to do rum punch? Oh yeah. yeah. So this awesome lady at my physical therapy place does like rum punch, and she does coquito too. She does a Hennessy coquito. Hennessy coquito? Yeah, she says she doesn't like it, but people love it. I'm sorry, that's not a thing. I don't know. Uh, canceled. <laughs> the fuck, bitch? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, lady, that maybe she's the one who's downloading all these these episodes of the potty. <laughs> she's our biggest fan. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to airdrop you something. Are we still recording or are we on? Yeah, we're recording. You guys are supposed to be talking so, about Hi. Well, I want to wait until... <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Monica has just airdropped me 
the vein in his forehead guy when you haven't told anyone the origin of Cinco de Mayo. Should change the Cinco de Drinko. Yeah, Cinco de Drinko. Yeah, that's that's what I was doing on my phone while we were recording just now. I wasn't sexting. So Casper, the 12-year-old boy who eventually became Casper the Friendly Ghost, died of pneumonia after playing out in the cold until it was past nightfall. So he killed himself. Yeah, suicide. That's what I said. <laughs> he, he knew he shouldn't have been <laughs> he, outside. Yeah, everybody was like, go back inside, Casper. He's Do you like, really think that a kid's movie like that would... Well, the 90s were... They were doing some... Yeah, the 90s were... Stuff like, take movies. me back, honestly. How is it? It is, am- is it with Hennessy fucking here? amazing. All right. That's really wrong. Taking a sip of Salud, let's lunch. say cheers in Spanish. Uh, Salud. Oh, wait, we should do my grandma's. Uh, yeah, teach us your grandma's. <laughs> my grandma, who's from Mexico City, used to always do this cheers when she had a drink, okay? Here's to your top. Here's to your bottom. Here's to your middle. I think I'll give you a little. A little what? A little what? what? She's a hoe. Oh, sorry, but this cheers is hidden behind a $5 paywall. <laughs> <laughs> you should have never told me about the paywall. Yeah, there's always a paywall. Mm, this is good? good. My friend told this me about good. paywall. Yeah, my friend. <laughs> my friend who worked at, uh, what do we call it? First Nips? Yeah, first, first Nips. nips. <laughs> it's the First Nips to Sexting for Money Pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so wow. single to drink. Really N- pneumonia. In my, what did you say? Like, what did that guy say? In my opinion, what did he, God, I just need to see it, hear him one more time. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, it's Cinco de Drinko. Yes. In my opinion, Cinco de Drinko. In my opinion, Cinco de Drinko. He's definitely like slurring. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's fucked like, up already. He's yes. been celebrating since Cuatro de. <laughs> cuatro de Cinco. Cuatro de Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> He's doing fractions in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Four quatches equals one Cinco. <laughs> it's basically Cinco de Mayo. Four it's Cinco de Mayo somewhere in the world. <laughs> we, we should make one of those, you know, those shirts. It's five o'clock somewhere. Oh, it's Cinco, it's some, Cinco de Mayo somewhere. somewhere. Dude, Cinco that's your first merch for the podcast. Yes. I love it. The okay. People have been crying out for merch. Dude, begging. <laughs> begging. Literally begging. Sweat and begging. Sweating, begging. Sweating and begging. Sweat and begging. Sweating begging. That's, that's the, the cardinal traits of our listeners. <laughs> Sweating and begging. Yeah, we need to like make, um, we need to put that on like a little hand towel. Sweat, so sweat and then begging. <laughs> Sop it up. Okay, Cinco de Mayo celebrates a day that happened 50 years after Mexico declared its independence from Spain. After, uh, or during and after they uh, got their independence, the 19th century was super brutal for Mexico. And after a long battle to win its independence from Spain, it clashed with the United States from 1846 to 1848. And then they had their own civil war in 1857. Shit was fucked up for a long time. Sounds like a shit show. It was a shit show. That post-colonial vibe. Dude, all of that shit fucking ruined the economy and the country accumulated a bunch of debt. They took loans from the very first payday loan establishment and had trouble paying it back. Who was the first payday loan predatory establishment? It's like Cash for Gold or Tio Rico or like... <laughs> Tio Rico. That was a joke. Oh. I, I even put JK in my notes because I knew nobody was going to catch it, but... 10,000% APR. Yeah, 10,000%. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck is that? The Trinko? What? what? In my opinion, Tico de Brinko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 
NPR? No, there's something. Tio Rico? Oh, Tio Rico. Yeah, okay. So there's a there's a predatory loan company mm. called Tio Rico. It's a chain throughout the Southwest. It's a chain through the Southwest. It's, it's called, it's Rich Uncle. Yeah. And you go there and no. y- you get an advance on your paycheck or you can like sell the title of your car. And they have these big billboards that have, you know, a benevolent looking man and it says, <laughs> Tio Rico te ayuda. Aww. Tio Rico will help you for mm-hmm. $100,000 yeah. at APR. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Rich. Okay. Yeah, I know what an APR is, Liz. Yeah, but thanks, Liz. Liz. <laughs> She's like, do you mean a loan? Like, what do you, what do you not understand, Monica? Monica's- New Mexico? You know, do you not know what that is? She's a loan shark. She's actually been running a loan. I, I do, have you guys ever known a loan shark? Um, No. No. My life is not that exciting. And no. I want to keep it that way. Yeah. yeah. Never. Don't want to know any loan sharks. I knew a loan shark in New Mexico. Tio Rico? His name was Tio Cinco. <laughs> in my opinion? Tio Drinko. Tio Drinko. We all have a Tio Drinko. That's in. the verse. That's the merch there. Tio Drinko. Mucho, mucho Tio Drinkos. It's hard to transition back into what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we just need to shut the fuck up. We need a transition noise. Oh, well, we'll just use this. You want to hear the rest? No. No. So, Mexico's in the hole, right? They owe tons of money. And by 1861, they had borrowed a shit ton from the UK. And so I'm going to do my best British, British accent. All right, let asking me... Asking Mexico for their money. Oi! Mexico owes us pie and mash, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, it owes us pie and mash? <laughs> I looked up how British would be, people would say that you owe them money, and they oh. say... Me pie and mash. <laughs> they, they, That's what they used to trade in. I yeah. know, yeah, they still <laughs> trade in that, I think, dude. <laughs> Pies and mashed potatoes. Boy, mash. Do you want to try it? Oi, governor. <laughs> Oi, Mexico owes us pie and mash, innit? Monica's falling out of maturity. Wait, wait, wait. It's in bold. Oh, okay, see. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> no accent detected. Oi. I can't. <laughs> Zero accent detected. I think everyone knows that I just can't stop laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't stop laughing. At you things. have to do it. You have to do okay, it. Wait, wait. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody cancel this. I must be stopped. <laughs> I already hit the what the hell is even that button. Yeah. Okay. So they also owed money to Spain and France. So you see there's a long tradition of Mexicans owing people money. Yeah. But these days we just owe Afropay. Okay. Mexican President Benito Juarez, having no other option, suspended payment on Mexican debt for two years. They turned the lights off in Mexico and took the phone off the hook. The UK the UK and Spain and France did not like that shit. And in response, representatives from each country met in London in 1861 and signed an agreement to intervene in Mexico to get their motherfucking money. They put pressure on Mexico through naval blockades. My boy, mash. <laughs> the, oh hilarity, my God, no. oh <laughs> the hilarity of Mexico owing Spain money when Spain extracted, they estimate like at least, you know, just in silver and copper, like five billion yeah maybe in the tens of billions that was just the interest payment <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that was their pre-loan interest payment how do you 
gain independence from a country, but you still owe them money. Mm. I don't. I didn't understand that when I was researching this. That's like borrowing money from your ex. It's kind of like how the fuck was Spain like? Yo, you've revolted and you are on your own now, but we're gonna give you a loan. Yeah, I mean that's like how you know England extracted resources. They extracted you know cotton from India and sold them back clothes. Yeah. You know, extracted shit from China and then sold them back opium with the proceeds. Opium, you know, shit like that. Keep them addicted. Dude, yeah. UK's been fucking grimy forever, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, all those European countries yeah. are like. Yeah. I was gonna say it, it sounds like when you move out of your parents' house um, and you're all independent, but then you go back and like kind of raid their fridge and do start laundry to at their house. Yeah. <laughs> How to do your laundry? <laughs> so like, yeah, technically you're independent, but like you're still using all their resources. Well, and you uh, yeah. you extract all the copper from their house. Yeah, and you. Uh, all the mercury. <laughs> I've stripped my parents' in. apartment multiple times. <laughs> I really miss my parents. Yeah, did you guys here. take like staycations there? Oh yeah, yeah. We would we would stay at my parents' apartment, I, use their washer dryer, take out take out the copper pipes. It was so nice having your parents here. Mm. I do miss them too. So all the countries uh, that were pissed at Mexico, again, that was UK, Spain, and France, they put pressure on Mexico through naval blockades. The British and Spanish were like, yo, can you just like pay us our money, please? They were like very kind of like chill about it. You know, they were just like asking nicely. That would know? be me. I'm like, can, can you just like give me my money? Yeah, like, Thanks. come on, guys. I'm really disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, not mad, just disappointed. Yeah. Like, you know, you owe us. Yeah, I was really trusting you. I trusted you, and I know you want to pay me back. You want to do the right thing. <laughs> Napoleon of France was interested in reviving French domination over everyone. Um, but it wasn't even the cool Napoleon. It was Napoleon Half Jr., also known as Napoleon III, also known as Napoleon's nephew, who was Emperor of France at the time. More like Scrubpoleon. Yeah, he was Scrubpoleon, dude. He's definitely writing on his uncle's name, dude. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, oh, Napoleon? Nah, it's his nephew. It's it's Napoleon Dynamite's cousin. Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite, not Napoleon Bonaparte. (laughs) (laughs) So um, he wanted to incorporate uh, former Spanish and Portuguese colonies in the Americas into a French-led federation of baguette eaters. Uh, And the United States Civil War gave Napoleon III a chance to conquer Mexico without without American interference. In December 1861, Spanish troops landed in the Mexican port of Veracruz, while the French and British followed the next month in January 1862. The three nations occupied Veracruz. However, the deal between the European countries fell apart by early April, probably because no one can stand the French for too long. It became clear that the French had bigger ambitions. The UK and Spain were like, we don't want all the smoke, so they withdrew, leaving the French alone to march on Mexico City. So the the French were just like annoying as fuck. Baguettes versus conchas. Versus chongas. Dude, baguettes (laughs) versus chanclas. Chunklas. Or, or, uh, what was that? Chungle. Ch- chungles. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to Monica, Monica, Monica texted me today. Uh, I'm a machina. Yeah, I'm a machina. <laughs> I had to Google New Mexican slang. <laughs> Just a refresher. Really? Yeah. And I, that I, came up. I can't remember. There was like a, a list of twelve New Mexican slang, whatever. I want to know it. what's on there. Will you look it up? I'll send it to you. Oh yeah, send it to me. So. The French thought they would take over Mexico in no time. 6,000 French troops set out from Veracruz in May 1862 to attack the city of Puebla on their way to Mexico City. The vastly outnumbered and poorly supplied Mexicans fortified the town, preparing for French assault using old hardened tortillas and stacks of old Ford F-150 tires. Every time you 
say like a food word, I'm like, yes. Yeah, no, she, I am paying Monica, attention, like, but yet. Here's Our tacos. You're going fat. You're, you're reading your jokes like so fast that <laughs> yeah. I can't even. Oh, yeah. I want to just. Oh, you hear the Shabbat siren? Uh, happy Shabbat de, de Cinco de Drinko. Happy, happy Shabbat de Cinco. Uh, I fi- Shabbat, oh, Shabbat de Mayo. Cinco de Shabinko. <laughs> Shabbat de Cinco. And then just a quick check-in. How's everyone doing with their booze and drunken level? Monica? Um, I smell like a toasted coconut. And um, mm. drink-wise, I could get, I could go for some water. Yeah, okay. Water? Rudy. But I mean, like, how drunk are you? Um, Monica's over here ordering drinks. <laughs> yeah, she just ordered a drink for me. I just water <laughs> i just want some water well it's still it's still women's month so um yeah i don't know i'm fine i think oh i should get up and i should see right? yeah stand up Rudy, what's your drunk level fell i feel good i'm having a good time but i definitely feel buzzed i have a good buzz on a cool buzz. A cool buzz. Dance break. i'll play some music for the dance break hold on shake it through Shout out to my sister Emma, who always makes the most amazing drinks for making this absolutely delicious, likely artisanal margarita. Emma jogged down the street to meet me with this beautiful bottle and an avocado and what she claimed to be the best tortillas in New York, and they were fucking delicious. They're really good. So thank you, Emma. Thank you, Queenie. Thank you. Thank you. Um, To answer your question, I'm taking you back. We're in Puebla, Mexico, 1862. The French have just attacked. Oh no, no, no. not the baguettes. Not the baguettes. The French commanders were all, dude, this is gonna be easy, bro. The Mexicans are weak. There's not, there's not too many of them. They suck. And they thought the people of Puebla would surrender easily. Uh, the French army tried to try to direct assault on Puebla, ordering the troops to concentrate on the strongest part of the defense, Guadalupe Fortress which stood on a hill overlooking the city. I'm finding it very hard to speak. I'm like slurring. Guadalupe Fortress. Guadalupe Fortress. How many drinks are you in? I had a shot of tequila. I had a tiny glass of beer. I had rum punch, and now I'm having this margarita. Same. Yeah. <laughs> are you finding it hard to speak? <laughs> You're not having to speak too much. I'm having it, I'm finding it hard not to laugh. <laughs> laugh. We always giggle a lot together, so yeah, giggling. Let her rip, bitches. Giggling, ass giggling gals. Giggling and gooch gals. G- g- <laughs> <laughs> the g- I just was choked on myself. <laughs> We're the goop. We're the <laughs> That's for the, behind the paywall. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. The, the rest of that sentence is behind the paywall. <laughs> Ooh, I bet you'd like to hear the the last of that giggly girls sentence. The giggly gals. Okay. Yes. The g- and then g- in g- Guadalupe. G- Back to Guadalupe. Back to giggly Guadalupe Fortress. Back to giggly Guadalupe Fortress. <laughs> in my opinion. The forest. Um, the the French attacked three times. It was a muy grande mistake. Each time they were repelled by the Mexicans. 
The battle lasted from daybreak to early evening, and when the French retreated, they had lost nearly 500 soldiers due to them not having cigarettes and wine for an entire day. Dude, that's <laughs> almost as many people die from alcohol poisoning from Cinco de Drinco each <laughs> year. Dude, how many people die on Cinco de Drinco? All right, seriously, let's take a guess. How well? No, but the bigger question is: first, how many people die? Second, how many people die from pneumonia after staying too late out in the cold Cinco de Mayo? Night. Only Casper's Only Casper's bitch ass yeah. committing only, only suicide, Casper. like I said. It's like, I don't want to live anymore. I'm going to go out and play. Play till I die. I'm here play for till a, I die, bitch. For a fun time, not a play long time, mama. <laughs> <laughs> Casper's a YOLO attitude. Casper the YOLO okay, ghost. I'm going to Google how many people die on. Are we going alcohol poisoning or just in general? Just general. I would say 95% of deaths are alcohol related on Cinco de Mayo. Surprisingly, there are zero. Um, and that's because people are like, there's going to be incredibly hungover. You're going to feel like you've died. But You know, you might be right because it. people have like eaten a ton of chips, salsa, wok, burritos, like mm-hmm. we did earlier, which will save people from... That's exactly why I ate that quinoa burrito. <laughs> okay, so... That wasn't even a burrito. That was like a salad. It was a salad... I knew it was a bad start when I was like, oh, it's a whole wheat tortilla. Fuck. They're was, really making you, they're like, fuck vegans. That's like yeah. what they said. They're like, oh, the vegans, they like bullshit. Let's Dude, <laughs> you're so canceled. You started with a Mexican accent. No, you went back to Dominican. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so nationwide, 2,467 people died on average from alcohol poisoning. That's so, almost as many as the French, 500. Oh. You're right. <laughs> and so that means that every day, approximately 6.76 people die from alcohol poisoning. So we can say How maybe many? there's so 6.76 every day. Only so maybe six. 6.76. Only seven. How many people died on Cinco de Mayo? Well, it would be... Well, no, 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 not that... We're, we're going for just, like, generally 5th of May, right? So that means that we can say... I, I bet it's weighted on Cinco de Mayo. I bet there's, like, 9 people or 10 people who die on Yeah, there's an extra Mayo. couple. That's where so. this .67 comes in. Yeah, it's in honor of the uh, Mexican the sacrifice. Seis de Mayo. Seis <laughs> <laughs> de Mayo. <laughs> yeah, the, the Mayo 6. <laughs> That's so funny that you made the joke that that's as many people as th- that died and the French lost that many. Amazing. <laughs> what can I so, fewer than 100 Mexicans died. Oh, uh, because they built different. It's all them beans. Dude, they're all fortified with beans. <laughs> <laughs> they got that bean body armor. Um, bean why, body. Why don't Mexicans barbecue? Uh, why? Because the beans fall through the grill. Oh. Dude, oh, canceled. Canceled. I like how mine went. Oh. oh. She laughs at everything except for that. What, I don't laugh at jokes. Like, if you're in a joke, I'm not going to laugh at a joke. Oh. It's, it's I'm just going to laugh at everyone's lives. I laugh at people's lives, not at jokes. It's okay? a matter of principle. Get it together. You should know this. What if they're really, what's the biggest bean? Like, what is the world's largest bean that you could barbecue and it wouldn't fall? Through world's um, largest bean burgers. Oh Let's yeah. See. Okay, so the undisputed record for the longest bean pod is the Sea Heart. It's a long bean or short bean? It's a long <laughs> bean. Okay, so the giant pod of a Sea Heart bean. Some pods may be three to six feet in length. So actually, the problem oh. is going to be getting a grill that's large enough to fit the Sea Heart bean pod. Oh, that's mm. disgusting for some reason. Six feet. Yeah. Oh. Six feet of beans, baby. Dude, no. Imagine eating that bean and you're like, 
<laughs> I know you're all, <laughs> I'm full. I had one bite of this big ass bean. <laughs> Everyone shares one bean. <laughs> <laughs> we have beans at home. The bean is six yeah, we foot. Have, we have bean at home. We have six foot bean at home. <laughs> we have bean at home. <laughs> Uh oh, Shabbat siren, they're eating their Oop. six foot beans. The right Shabbat warning. Or kosher bean. Yeah, the kosher bean has begun. We're back in Puebla. 100 Mexicans have died, but over 500 French have died. It We're wasn't at- a major strategic win in the overall war with the French. The Mexican infantry led by Texas-born General Ignacio Zaragoza. So, dude, I love the name Ignacio. Ignacio. But what I love more about it is... You know how like um, Richard is Dick. What do they call that? Like how Richard becomes Dick. A nickname. Richard but it's not is a nickname, a but it's like certain. Oh, like, it's just a shortened name. Yeah, I, yeah. An abbreviation. But like when the, it's totally different from the name. Mm. Like where do they get Dick from Richard? Dick you know Churd was Dick, the original Dick, biblical Dick, name. Dick Churd. And it turned into in the in the early Latin. It turned into Dick Churd. Richard Dick due to some mistranslation on yeah. the part of scholars. Dick Churd the third. Yeah, everything is like everyone turns into a Dick. Like doesn't Will on oh, no, a Will Bill? Will Bill? Will turns Dick into Bill. Will. William turns into Bill. Yeah. Yes. How did, what is that called and how does that fucking It's happen? called fucking stupid. That's what it's called. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> it's ignorance. That's their nickname and it's dumb. But do you know what Ignacio turns into? Stuart. Exactly. God damn it. You're <laughs> fucking on my shit, dude. Wait, like, is it? No, it's Nacho. <laughs> oh. Nacho. Ooh. Nacho. Nacho. Ignacio turns into Nacho. I can see that. Ignacio. 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 I Ignacio. love that. Dickchard and Ignacio. Dickchard and Ignacio. Ignacio, <laughs> in my opinion, had Ignacio. the best. <laughs> I'd like two sips of, of alcohol. <laughs> okay. The Texas-born General Ignacio Zaragoza, or Nacho Zaragoza, on Cinco de Mayo represented a great symbolic victory for the Mexican people and empowered the resistance movement. So what we are really celebrating is a ragtag group of Mexicanos managed that managed to defeat what was then the greatest army in the world. It's, this is like a really fucking cool thing. I think it might, you know. So yeah, in my were, opinion, in my opinion, they were on some, <laughs> they were some, uh, they were on some like David and Garcon shit. <laughs> that was a David and Goliath joke. I think that. Oh yeah, David and Goliath. But like, why do Americans care about this? Because we, we like to get fucked up. Exactly. Get crunked up. Get, get crunked up. up. Get I don't know because we like the sort of maverick spirit of a ragtag group. We love a ragtag group. Exactly. But you just apply that to the Chicano movement of the 1970s and the 1980s, right? Mm-hmm. It became a Chicano holiday. It was linked to the Chicano movement because they discovered uh, the Mexicans resisting a foreign invader. So, like, this ragtag group was fighting against the French. And in the Chicano movement, they saw, saw themselves as, like, this ragtag group that was fighting against, like... Noted colonizers. Noted colonizers. Um, fighting against Liz. They linked <laughs> the struggle of the Chicano movement to Cinco de Mayo, which I think is really fucking cool. That's fucking amazing, in my opinion. So it was like an allegory for the general struggle. Yeah. And all those years later, I mean, that's fucking... That, what was that? 1862 and 1970, Mexicans are still struggling to uh, struggling against fucking people trying to put them down mm-hmm. put their foot on them by 1980s the companies do what companies do best and they began commercializing the hosp- the the holiday and beer companies were you know at the forefront they were like banking on this shit and the beer companies basically the, the beer companies and chicano and the chicano movement are why 
we're sitting here today, drunk, getting drunk, Yay. having fun, celebrating. But I would like to remember Mexican people, the Chicanos, and people fighting a bunch of fucktards <laughs> who want to like take their shit and dominate them. Should we all go around and share our favorite story of like a Mexican? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love this. Oh my god. I did not I did not plan this. This is not a planted <laughs> a planted question from the audience. Like our friend who's a Mexican or just <laughs> anything. No, no, no. We're not playing any rules on this. Or your most memorable interaction with No, this is like terrible. No, why? <laughs> this is a celebration of Mexican. Mexican of the of the year. Mexican of the month. <laughs> I put a note down that we need to make a Cinco de Drinco holiday card. That's a good <gasps> idea. Yeah. In I my opinion, that. happy holidays, Cinco de Drinco. In my opinion, happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a combination of Hanukkah, like Christmas, yeah. Kwanzaa, and Cinco de Drinco. <laughs> it's just like a corporate, what is it called when the company like merges? It's a merger. <laughs> yeah, it's a merger. merger. Yeah. When they merge, they all merging and shit. They be merge. Merge it up. All right, I want to hear your favorite story of a Mexican. <laughs> um, man, I think I'm fucking wasted. Yeah, I think you are. Yeah. Uh, well, so when I was in college, I worked at like a bunch of like throughout life, I worked in a bunch of like random restaurants, and there was this one falafel place. And every New York restaurant is actually just like run by Mexicans in the kitchen. So. This was like a straight up Israeli place, again, run by Mex Mexicans in the kitchen. Mexicans. <laughs> there were munchkins. Munchkin Mexicans in the kitchen. Cancel. Cancel. Um, and there was this one guy, his name was Lucas. And Lucas, this isn't a good story. I, just I like it. Lucas was a Lucas. Lucas short for Luca Lucasan. <laughs> Lucachino. Lucachino. <laughs> Racist. I didn't like Lucas, but Lucas had a crush on me, and I remember one day. Wait, wait, wait. He had a crush on you, but it it was not returned. Oh why, no. Why, Her why? affections were behind it. Because I was. Yes. <laughs> I you did not had, pay the ten seventy three. I had a partner already. Okay, still okay. same partner. Um, but also I'm just like I don't know. I think he had like a wife and like kids and shit that it's, he was sending money back to in Mexico. Go. Um, okay. Also, he was shorter than me. <sighs> this, Sorry. this is always the reason. Sorry. God, imagine always the reason. shorter than you. And I we didn't know. even speak the same language. I barely speak any Spanish. I'm like, oh, oh, you need the same language when he's thrusting away on top of you. Ew! Oh, ew! <laughs> ew! <laughs> I guess the international language of love. And he That's wasn't. Saying. He wasn't cute. Okay. Okay. okay so there's, there's a lot of the, reasons here. There's a lot. Of there's a lot of reasons. That you of led guys. with I wasn't single, but then you eventually <laughs> confessed to him. You just didn't like him. Yeah, I didn't ugly. like him. He was him. short like, and ugly. He was short and ugly and a big ass nose. Okay? You happy, Rudy? You happy? He <laughs> had a big ass nose. Short, ugly, big ass nose. Did he have a nose, like a big ass nose? Like he had a big nose on his ass? He had a big nose. I didn't look at his ass, actually, his actual ass. But, um,. Yes. So, but he would always like be very, really fucking weird and bizarre with me. I remember once I had like a like a twenty four pack of Snapple that I'm like bringing up from the basement, trying to bring upstairs, and he just stops in front of me at the top of the stairs, and he's like starts singing to me in Spanish. Yeah, that's. And okay. I'm just like he was Lucas. serenading you. Yeah, it was. I fucking it was hate happening. when people sing to me. 
especially someone that is ugly. Um, <laughs> do not sing to her. Do not. do not sing to me. Do not serenade me. That is not a thing. This I is am a being no tortured. Zone. Um, if he was hot. He was. If he was six foot eight with a tiny nose. <laughs> you couldn't even see. That doesn't nose. sound hot. <laughs> you would have loved it. No. He, he was all eyes. He was all eyes. He had one giant eye. On his face. Cyclops alert. If it were Shrek, <laughs> yeah. No. What what ethnicity is Shrek? He's Scottish. Well, yeah, that's his nationality. Oh, and then he's. Although he could be ethnically Scottish, but but it, I don't know. He's I get a, a vibe. He's a white guy with jaundice. Okay. Extreme jaundice. Extreme jaundice. He went into green. Yeah. Um, okay, so he's at the top of the... What song is he singing? I don't know. Some song that I never heard before. And I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to get up the stairs. And I kept trying to, <laughs> to go around him. And he kept like, you know, when you're kind of like sidestepping somebody. And I was just with these heavy ass snapples in my hand. And I just yelled like, Lucas, get the fuck away from me. And that's my oh, favorite um, story of me and a Mexican. Not the story I was expecting. Well, didn't I share the story about like how we all went to the the club one day? Yeah, yeah. And, that was another one. I didn't want to tell that story again. But that was my you, favorite. You wait, what happened? You got left with the bill, or no? The bill was just like we all had to pay like two hundred dollars each. <laughs> was, Lucas, was Lucas there that night? Lucas was not invited. Really? So he was kind of the outcast. Yeah, he was a fucking disgusting person. Okay, so yeah. Well, more more facts are dropping about I Lucas know. every day. Lucas. I was feeling bad for Lucas, but now I think that like if he didn't get invited to the the kickback. Yeah. No. The other Mexicans no. didn't invite him. Let's and say he's no. fucked up. When you don't get invited by a group of Mexicans, you're fucked up. Yeah. Because we'll invite your ass anywhere. <laughs> you gotta be pretty bad. Um, R.I.P. Lucas. Do you think Lucas is still alive? No, he was playing outside <laughs> too late. He was playing soccer until he got pneumonia. <laughs> Lucas has, has his uh, <laughs> a deviant ghost. Has his dad or wait, who was it? His dad, Casper's dad. <laughs> his dad has been trying to build a machine to build him, to bring him back to life for the Lizzie last Lizzie McGuire is trying to bring him back. Wait, oh. what? <laughs> what? Lizzie and Lucas in love. She saw, so Lizzie McGuire saw a tattered, old, sepia-toned daguerreotype of Lucas in the attic, and she became obsessed with him and has been attempting to perform necromancy. I forgot her name was Hilary Duff. Okay, there we go. Hilary Duff. Casper meets Wendy. Lucas, Lucas Lucas, if you're listening right now, I just want you to know, Monica is wearing a Mexican flag. bandana on her head right now. She hasn't forgot you. She brought you up out of nowhere. I'm talking about the fucking Battle of Puebla and she brought your ass up. I just She's clearly not over you. <laughs> I just got triggered because I was like, I remember that time that I was almost sexually harassed. Wait, you were almost sexually harassed? What a story, Mark. <laughs> Wait, if I didn't have those snapples between the two of us. Who knows what would have happened? Those aren't really thick, and that's before Snapple changed to plastic. Yeah, it was a big glass Snapple. Those glass, were those oh, were yeah, that's heavy. If you bottled someone with one of those, that shit was so heavy. That's actually what he really died from. But Monica, yeah, Monica dragged his body yeah. outside into the cold. She Almost. chopped him up and put him in the falafel mix. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, we we're only vegetarian food oh, there. Okay, <laughs> is it vegetarian if it's human? Oof, no. You <laughs> Meat is murder. <laughs> But murdering Lucas isn't murder. I didn't murder anybody. <laughs> oh, deny, deny, deny. Yeah. No one's heard from Lucas since. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
is on like one lick of vodka. What, what tequila? What did we have? One slick. One li lick. Yeah, international slick units. It's what Mexico would have used if the French had conquered them. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, the French did conquer them. So what happened with Guadalupe? I didn't, I didn't read. They held Guadalupe. <coughs> the French retreated. The French came back. It the took very them, next day. The very next day. It took them like, uh, I think, um, almost two months. I could be wrong about this, but they finally overtook Puebla. Hmm. They went to Mexico and they overtook Mexico and then they installed an Austrian leader of Mexico. What the fuck? This was in the 1800s? Yeah. I didn't want to bring it down. I just want to end happy, but then Monica had to bring up Lucas and... Anyways, and Liz, is... what's your favorite Mexican story? Maybe uh, your grandma teaching me how to do a strip tease behind a sombrero. <laughs> She, we, we had that sombrero at your house and we were all messing around and she's like, do a dance. So I put the sombrero on my head and was doing some dorky ass shit. And she's like, no, like this. So she takes the sombrero and like slides it over her body to like cover just the torso. You know what I mean? Mm. And is doing this awesome like slithery burlesque <laughs> dance. And this woman's like, you know, almost 90. Yeah, I, love, I love Josie. She's my favorite Mexican. Aside from you, you're my first favorite. Rip Josie. R.I.P. Josie. Josie. We love you. Never met you, but you sound like fun. She Josie was, was the shit. Yeah, More fun, fun than Rudy. You yeah. had two awesome Mexicano grandparents. Your grandmas. Yeah, oh yeah. My grandmas were hard, hard bitches. Do you think they could have? Do you think? Okay, two. Your your two grandmas. Do you think they could have fended off the French at Guadalupe? They could have beat the French, but they couldn't have beat Lucas. <laughs> One Lucas, two One grandmothers. Lucas. <laughs> this summer, the bloody battle of a lifetime. No one can beat him. Lucas' strength has only grown since he died. <laughs> as soon as Lizzie McGuire finishes her necromancy, it's over for you bitches. <laughs> so, continue with your history. Well, I want to tell my favorite Mexican oh, story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, a good friend, two good friends of mine, Monica doesn't know these people, but uh, Liz does, uh, Ken Rooney and, and Tony Carejo. We went to Mexico to party. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. We're having fun in the hallways. Yeah, go to the fuck house, bitch. Go to the fuck house. Go to the fuck house. I told you we don't make any damn sense, Rudy. Go to the fuck house. Was, we don't make sense. <laughs> so we're in Mexico and we're staying at this hotel, this little motel, and the motel has a bar. And so we're gonna go out later and we're like, let's go get, let's go pregame in this hotel bar. We go in there and there's this guy, this is like out of a movie, there's a guy sitting by himself at the bar, totally like alone, depressed. He's the only guy in the bar looking down, bartender and him. And so we come in. And there wasn't really like, there's only spaces at the bar, so we sat next to him. You know, we're having fun, we're young guys, and we're like, let's, we're, we're gonna buy a round of shots. So we buy some shots, we buy the guy a shot, we buy him another shot, and we're drinking beers and hanging out. And we get talking to this guy, right? And he's obviously really depressed, and he doesn't really speak English, we don't speak a ton of Spanish. And he starts kind of telling us, from what we could gather, like, he kind of lost his family. In a fire? Yeah, I don't know if they were in a fire. Pneumonia from the cold? <laughs> lost him from pneumonia. Murdered by Lucas? Lucas killed him. We don't know. No! Something happened. He was telling us all this shit in Spanish, and I couldn't glean that much. But something happened where, I don't know if he was supposed to take them to see a move Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> or not. His but he, family? Yes. So he kept saying it. 
and kept telling something happened with his family and Too Fast and Furious. <laughs> but he's Mexican, right? And he doesn't know Too Fast and Furious. Too fast. So he keeps saying, he keeps crying out, Too Fast, Too Fierce. Too fast, too fierce! And they're like, what the fuck is happening, dude? <laughs> too fast, too fierce. Too fast, too, fast, too, too fierce. fierce. Lip sync for your life! Dude, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, trying not to laugh because he's really going through it crying and, and, and screaming out, too fast, too fierce. And, um,. Anyways, we parted with him till we left, and that was my favorite interaction with the Mexican. Too fast, too fierce. Too fast, too fierce. Forever. Do you remember his name? No, I don't remember. I, I should ask Toner or Ken if they remember. Toner. That was that was a Paul Walker's understudy. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, he lost his job as Paul Walker. Dude, this guy was like Lucas, probably four foot. You know, dark. Are you sure something happened to his family? Because I know the movie's all about family, and maybe he was just like, he just saw Too Fast, Too Fierce, and he was like, oh, I love family. It's all about family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, what does Vin Diesel say? Familia. Familia. Too Fast, Too Fierce. Too Fast, Too Fierce. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Vin Diesel's drag reboot. This is, this has been history with Thruple. Now you guys know Monica probably doesn't know. She, I don't think she listened to Okay, I was going to say, I don't know shit still. Okay, wait, wait. I, I want your recap of what happened. Why, do, why are we celebrating Cinco de Mayo? Um, for me? <laughs> Cinco de Drinco. All right, she absorbed the important part. Okay, for me, Cinco de Drinco, Guadalupe made some long beans and bought the French baguettes. Mm-hmm. That's my butt. All right. I just I, want to call back to Rudy's uh, David and Garcon. Thank you. Uh, David, joke. David and Garcon. David and Garcon. Thank you. Thank All you. David had was a single album, diga. <laughs> and a slingshot. <laughs> Wasn't this, that for a Rudy salad? Yep. Oh yeah, he all all, all David was armed with was a meatball salad and a slingshot. <laughs> Versus the full force of the baguette, maybe. Those fuckers, dude. The French. Fuck those guys. And fuck the Spanish. And fuck the British. Fuck okay. them kids. Let me just Am say right? all them kids. <laughs> That's the end of part one. To be honest, part two is a total shit show and probably shouldn't see the light of day. Although, it depends on how much you want to pay us. See you next week. <laughs>